Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet and do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only. Roto-Grinders presents your first word in daily fantasy sports. The Morning Grind, Stevie, TPFL, and company are here to jumpstart your analysis on today's DFS slate. Without further ado, here's your host, Stephen Young. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind podcast. I'm your host, Stevie, TPFL. It's May. It's the 25th of May. It's 2017. It's a Thursday. We've got 11 baseball games that we're going to talk about here on today's slate. Six early, five late. Usually do solo podcasts on Thursday, but um, the Siege wants to make it a week straight now. How you doing, buddy? I'm just – I'm embarrassed by my performance yesterday, so <laughs> I, I just couldn't like I, – I recommended a 65% 13K pitcher like to the listeners – I apologize. That is terrible. Unacceptable. Period. Like, not acceptable. You know that, you know, it was was an interesting day for me. My daughter graduated VPK, if that's even a thing. Um, You know, she got a piece of paper and our family went out to dinner or whatever. Um, So I didn't get to, obviously, I didn't get to play a lot because it all happened right around when I needed to build lineups and, like, you know, I, I, I made a couple lineups early in the day, and I never checked them again. So I'm glad all my guys played, which is the first step. And then, like, seeing the ownership on some of the pitchers, like um, Schumacher and, you, you know, mean, Severino. Uh, you mean chat with Severino Hendricks? Yeah, Hendricks was, like, 3% owned. And I'm like, how is a guy that, you know, has talent like Hendricks with wind blowing in a really Wrigley 3% when he was underpriced, you know, for the type of performance? So. Marquez was thirty five percent yesterday. The matchup was better today for Chatwood. He was ten percent. Yeah, just you know, you know that just it makes you feel good and warm and cozy as a tournament player to see that kind of stuff. You know, I had a terrible night. You know, Yankees, the Yankees disappointed. Um, I still stand by wanting to stack against Hamill with the Yankees bats. It just didn't work out. But you know, you see those ownerships on those pitchers, and you're like, you know what? There's still an edge in DFS. Just can't believe I recommended a sixty-five percent thirteen K pitcher. I'm really embarrassed. I'm so embarrassed. It's oh, it's to so be bad. fair though, to be fair, like yeah, he was sixty-five percent owned. Okay, like to be fair though, I, I did my pitching primer article today, and when I dug into the stats on Chris Sale, like his numbers are just absolutely elite. Like they're above it elite. Doesn't matter. He's sixty-five. <laughs> it's I'm, like, just, I'm just saying though, like. To make you feel a little bit better. Easiest like, game theory fade in the world. Easiest yep. game theory fade in the world. It's not like there wasn't this next tier. Like, it was a fine tier with Severino, Hendricks, and Chatwood. Like, it's not like we were devoid of options. Like, ah, oh, just. Can we, can we have some of those pictures on today's slate? <laughs> I actually kind of, like, I'm fine with this. Like, I'm okay with this pitchers. Like, I think I know what the chalk is, and if – I'm gonna roster them just in case I'm wrong again. Like, like I, I actually like the pitching on this slate. I really do. Like, I think there's clearly three options on the day slate, and I kind of think there's clearly three options on the night slate. So it's kind of simple. I gotta be honest. 
I'm kind of excited about the day slate. You know, we get a noon baseball. Um, yeah, this is. I'm I'm really kind of pumped about the slate. So, if you guys haven't checked out our sponsor, PlayDraft.com, make sure you head over there, check them out. Um, one of my favorite games to play is PlayDraft. Um, you know, no overlap in head-to-heads, three mans, um, six mans, ten mans, whatever you want to do. There's plenty of stuff to do on PlayDraft. So make sure you guys check them out. It's PlayDraft.com backslash grinders. Um, yeah, like I said, there's just you know, make sure you guys are checking it out because you know, in the in the snake draft format, you're not getting a 65% owned pitcher. You either have him or you don't. Um, so make sure you guys check play draft out. We're gonna do that at the end, right? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it today. You know, it's always tough to do them on the 15 game slate Friday. So um, yeah, so we'll do that today um, towards the end. And you know, you've lost three or four straight now, so you gotta you got some work to do. Three in a row. Let's 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 calm down, all right? I know it's been bad, uh, but it's not been quite that bad yet. Yeah, you're down at three in the season too. You tied it back up, and then I ran three straight off you. So we'll see. That's that. all right. You know, sometimes you just gotta you gotta dig deep. You know, uh, sometimes there's bad losses like the Celtics in game two, and you just gotta dig deep. And uh, we'll we'll win this today. I'm uh, I'm gonna kind of pull a um, Joe Na- uh, Naismith uh, moment here and uh, just to say we're gonna win today. All right, let's talk some baseball here. We're going to get started with this early slate. we got Seattle at Washington. Miranda against Gio Gonzalez, 9.5 total here. Washington, um, really high implied team total when we're looking at this slate. Um, by far the highest implied team total on the slate. I'm guessing you kind of don't like the pitching here. No, I don't like the pitching, but I'm not sure I'm going to be as high on the hitting in this spot as most. Like, I think it's fine. Like, I'm not saying to fade it. I just I think there's other spots I'm going to be gravitating towards more. Yeah, I don't hate that call. Uh, we'll talk about the hitters here in a second. Like, you know, it all d- depends on the lineup. Like, out- outside of Cruz, and I guess Danny Valencia, if we get, like, four or five lefties here, like, I'm not going to stack Seattle. I think I just play Cruz as a one-off, but, like, I'm still not playing Geo. Yeah, no. No scenario, and there's no scenario in which I am rostering Geo. I will unregister first before I register. I play Geo today. Cruz against lefty. Um, outside of Cruz, what are you looking at here from the Mariners? Crickets. Is Danny Valencia only first base? Yeah. Maybe on a side like fantasy draft where you can play multiple. Like he does have really good career splits against left-handed pitching. Uh, Gio's a guy that does give up a bunch of hard contact to righties. Valencia really low owned play. Like I, I don't know if I could play him at first base, but like playing on a side like fantasy draft, they have an early slate. I could oh. play him there. The price, though, on DraftKings, they priced him at a spot you can think about it. Is he, like, 3K? That's exactly what he is. It's almost doable, right? Yeah, that's giving you enough of a benefit to make it worth it. I don't know. That's kind of interesting. Because, uh, like, the guy has massive splits. You know, we know Valencia, the only time we've ever targeted him when he was with Oakland or any of these other teams is when he was facing lefties. I'm pulling up the stats really quick now. Uh, let's see here. Danny Valencia against left-handed pitching since the start of what 2016, I guess. Yeah, we'll do we'll do a year and a half sample size. Um, 199 ISO, 33% hard contact, uh, batting 318 with a 395 wOBA. That's good, right? No, that's it, it's solid. It's not like you know 347 ISO like Nelson Cruz, but you know it's solid. <laughs> Oh man, Nelson Cruz is dirty. <laughs> like, 
I can't wait till he's only 30% on like a five-game slate. I can already see this one coming. Or he's going to be like 30% homer in the first, and everyone's going to be like, oh, Nelson Cruz. And it's like, well, 70% of you didn't play him. Yeah, probably, probably, probably the top play on the early slate is Nelson Cruz. Wait a minute. Where, and, is, where is Nelson Cruz? Why is he not on the player pool? Uh-oh. Wait, don't tell me oh that. Oh, my God. Where do they price him at? <laughs> hey, Stevie, uh, 1v1, who would you rather play, Adam Frazier or Nelson Cruz? That's a real decision on DraftKings. They're both 4K. Listen, if you're playing tournaments or cash games, you don't have Nelson Cruz tomorrow. I don't even At care. 4K. I, he could be 60%. I'll eat that at 4K. Yeah. Wow. 4K. Matt Adams is 3,700. <laughs> oh, I think that one slipped through the I, – I, that had to be a, a typo where they manually edited it and tried to hit five and they hit four instead. Like, hey, that's the only explanation. Hey, you're um you're starting to become a little NASCAR guru. You know, you know, between listening to me and you know us chatting about NASCAR, I, I know you haven't looked at it yet. But pricing came out for this week. Yes, I saw. Did you see Michael McDowell's price? <laughs> yeah, it's lower than Jeffrey Earnhardt. I left. Uh, like, if he doesn't qualify in the top twenty, like he's going to be my highest known driver for anybody that doesn't want to buy the NASCAR package. I, Lock button. Anything under like 25th, I'm just locking it in. I never lock it in for NASCAR. I'll, I'll go to war with that. I can't. I still only play 70%, but yeah. Uh, you wuss. Um, not a wuss. I just, yeah, whatever. Anyway, uh, Washington side of things, Anthony Rendon is hot. Like, this guy is scorching right now. I, I'm not touching him at the ownership level. Like, the ownership's going to be through the roof. <sighs> I know he's scorching hot, but it's still Anthony Rendon is chalk. Like, this is the spot where he's 40% and goes 0 for 4 and say, you go, F you, this is why we never play Anthony Rendon. Always been good against lefties. God, he's – just uh, give me Longoria at, like, 10% of the ownership against Daniel Wright. Give me Mike Moustakis against Tanaka in New York. You know, give me Franco a versatile lefty even. I, I like Anderson in this spot. But, like, I will play – give me Chase Headley, who screwed me all over the place Tom, tonight – Give me that. Luis Valbuena at 32. There's just no way I'm playing Anthony Rendon at 4,300 is chalk. Man, we get a pitcher that struggles with home runs. I, I get what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. He's hit seven home runs this season. You know how many home runs he's hit? Or eight, he's hit eight home runs now. You know how many he's hit in not the two games you remember? Three. Yeah, that's fair. <sighs> He literally has 130, like, he has, he has, like, literally 100 of his DK points are in two games this season. <laughs> That's just... Like, don't like the myth of Anthony Rendon, like, oh, this is such a great slate because people are going to play Anthony Rendon. The, the other problem with playing, like, Valencia at first base is because Zimmerman's in a great spot here, too. Like, he's 4,700. I don't see him getting the ownership as Rendon. But a healthy Zimmerman, he crushes left-handed pitching. Looking back, you know, 113 at-bats. Now he's a 274 ISO against lefties. Um, he, you know, we don't get massive sample size over a few years against left-handed pitching because, you know, there's just not a lot of lefties in baseball. So I really like Zimmerman in this spot. I could see just playing him as a one-off. Uh, Jason Worth is good against lefties as well. Maybe playing those two guys and not playing Rendon. I think I think the Nationals are chalk on this slate, like for in terms of offense. So like I don't hate the idea of Zimmerman, but you know I, I, it's probably not like the first option on my list. 
Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get to a game that is kind of juicy as well. Hey, it's next game: Pittsburgh at Atlanta. Ivan Nova against Bartolo Colon. Um, do you have any interest here in Nova? No, this is an awful Nova spot. Not just making sure we're on the same page. I'm guessing you don't like uh, Old Man Colon. No, it's Atlanta. You stack both sides, no matter the matchup, CJ. No matter the matchup. <laughs> um. Pittsburgh firmly in play here. Josh Bell went 0 for 6. He was one of the guys that struggled in that Pittsburgh stack that we saw crush the industry. Like, he'd be the guy that I would definitely like to go back to here because, you know, people are kind of mad that he sucked last night. Uh, everyone in this game is in play. Literally every single person. Like, Nova doesn't strike out anybody in Atlanta that is just not going to get the job done. Yeah. Inciarte, Marcakis, Phillips, Camp, Adams, uh, Suzuki caught tonight. No, Flowers did, so Suzuki will catch tomorrow. Ruiz, like everyone. I literally am going to rush them all. Matt Adams. Yes. Yes. He's out for those one DraftKings. Don't even need to use your your first base slot on him. I know. It's amazing, isn't it? This game is just like, the total's nine. It should be like ten. Yeah. Well, we could see it increase you know yeah what's the temperature supposed to be in Atlanta tomorrow it is supposed uh, to be 60 something yeah it's, uh, not, it's a chillier game but if the wind's blowing out to left that's good yes yes it is yeah it's supposed to warm up as the day goes along too so uh maybe those clouds break through a little earlier and the temperatures rise um yeah, I, I like the stack on both sides here. Let's move on. We got Colorado at Philadelphia. Uh, Tyler Anderson against Vincent Velasquez. When we're looking at the slate, we don't have a lot of pitching options. I think you could actually play both of these guys. Completely agree. I, I think they are both firmly in play. The question is, what is the Tyler Anderson ownership going to be after now three Rocky starters in a row have just taken the Stillies Stilly, offense apart? Um, now, the price on DraftKings, I think, will scare people away on Anderson. He's the fourth most expensive pitcher. I don't think people are going to pay that price for a guy with a 6 ERA, no matter how good how he's been pitching. So I think Anderson's the guy I want. Um, you know, he's been really bad on the road and at home this year, but we know he's talented, and he's not going to give up keep giving up the number of home runs he has been. Like, it's just he's due for some positive regression. I like him. This is a good Vince Velasquez spot, especially if the, the Rockies sit para – and you get an extra righty in this lineup, like the strikeouts are always there for Velasquez. It's just the lefties that would scare me. Like, but it's a day game after two, two or three night games. You might see like one of those guys get an off day, and if they do, you just fire the Velasquez. Yeah, um, we could even see like veteran like Cargo get the day off or something. You know, you like you said, this is you know a, a day game after playing a couple night games they fly back home for a friday series starting against st louis um so like i could i i could really see like maybe one of these veterans sitting so i, I like that it would definitely benefit if cargo or blackman's out of the lineup for velasquez yep you know it, you know if you are playing if you are playing velasquez on this spot like don't you know? Don't be afraid on a different team to like have a cargo or a Blackman because when Velasquez does struggle, it is against lefties. It is home runs, but he does have he has the upside. You know, we look at the slate. There's not guys that have that double digit strikeout upside. He's one of the only guys on the slate that has that upside. Yeah, there's three guys on the slate that have it. It's Vince, it's uh, Anderson, and it's a guy who we'll talk about in the last game. All right. Um, 
Let's talk bats. Blackman, Gargo, I guess. Arenado. Arenado, yeah. A lot of hard content for Velasquez, which makes sense. The guy throws hard, so it makes a lot of sense. So, like, it's the big bats for Colorado. Yeah, you know, I probably do like a little of each here, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'm gonna play, end up playing the Rockies. Like again, like I'm really high on Pittsburgh, Atlanta. Um, it really depends on what the weather in the next game is. Um, so that's gonna be a factor for me. But um, I, I Colorado's on the list. I just they're kind of on the outside looking in right now. All right, um, Phillies bats. If you're not playing Anderson, I guess you could look at Joseph, Franco, Rupp, the, you know, the lefty hitters here, or the left. This is the, this is right. the five. This is the 5% stack that wins someone a tournament if Anderson just blows up, but I, I can't go there. But if you're not an Anderson truther like me, uh, it's a good spot to tackle low, a low-owned offense that does have power upside when they actually make contact. Maybe you're playing like a three entry max or something on this slate. You know, nine bucks. You play the three three dollar teams, and one of your stacks is the Phillies, just because, like you said, you know Anderson. We've seen the Rockies pitchers dominate three games in a row. Philadelphia does have some good righties that hit lefty and pitching well. Like this could be the stack that like helps you win a tournament, and like you, like you said, five percent owned three entry max, make a couple hundred bucks, and call it a day. Kind of like I kind of like it. The more I think about it, but I just I. I I'm such a Tyler Anderson truther. I just don't know if I can pull the trigger. But the concept of Alan, Aaron Altair, Tommy Joseph, Rupp, all low owned is just really tempting. Franco, you know, yeah. There, there's some spots here. Like, I don't hate the stack. Like I said, you know, maybe that's the way you attack the slate as a three entry max or something. So moving on, we got Kansas City at New York. Uh, Miguel Monte against um, Tanaka. We do have to watch and see what Kevin Roth thinks of this game. Looks like there's a lot of rain predicted for the morning. Um, wind blowing in at Yankee Stadium about 15 miles an hour. So, and, and it's going to be kind of chilly, right? Like it's going to be in the upper 70s when the rain finally stops. Yeah. So we'll have to see what Kevin Roth thinks of this game. We're going to still break it down. Um, Miguel Monte, anything here for you? No. Uh, and no one Tanaka either. He's he's hurt. When they come out and say like we don't don't put people under uh, X rays because we're worried about radiation, it kind of tells me they're hiding something. And I could see Tanaka being chalk. Can you like the name? I can't imagine a guy who might who has scored minus five and minus twelve in his last two starts being chalk. He's still a name. He's still a big name on the slate. It, like it's gonna be shark. I know it's going to be shark. I just need to come accept it's going to be shark. It's going to be shark. It's fine. I'm not bitter about it at all. They couldn't put him on another big slate where I could get him at 5% another time. No, I'm not bitter at all. Um, it's going to be shark. Tanaka is going to be like the second option here, maybe even the third. All right. I'm with you. I'm not playing Tanaka on the slate. If he beats me, whatever. Um, as far as the Royals go, I love Moose, Moose here as a one-off. Like Mike Moustakas is a one-off here. It's just This is a great spot. I like Salvador Perez as well. Like I, this is why I'm just not playing Anthony Rendon. Like third base is deep, and people are just going to play Anthony Rendon. Yeah, and th- it's you know it's Yankee it's, Stadium, lefty in Yankee Stadium. Yes. Yeah, Chase Headley too, thirty three hundred. Like I know he's I know he's been terrible, but yeah, maybe maybe like, I guess I'm playing Valbuena at thirty two. Do like Andrew? I, I, like I, there's just so many third bases. It's just. 
I'm not playing someone I don't like. So I don't mind. I don't mind though. I do like Mustakas. The price is a little rich for my blood, but yeah. But just just building as we go here. You know, like I always do. I always mess around with the lineup as we go. Salary's it, not a thing. Salary's not a thing. Um, you know, <laughs> Matt Adams and Nelson Cruz in your outfield under both under 4K. Like yes. Yeah, that's <laughs> a fair point. Um, all right. So looking at the Yankees, they disappointed me yesterday. I don't have an issue going right back to the well here. I don't either, and I, if the weather clears, I firmly will be. Yep. But my boy Didi is in yeah, another yeah, good Didi spot. Yeah. This is another good Didi spot, so I'll go right back to that well. Yeah, Didi was like a big prospect. Like I feel, I feel like people forget that Didi was a big prospect. They got drafted by Arizona, and um, I think the Yankees either – Traded for him, or they offered him a shitload of money. Oh, he was he was in the trade. They they traded uh, what's his face for him. Um, I can't remember Shane Green. I think I think he was in the Shane Green deal. But like, he's still only twenty seven. Yeah, the, I I played him. I was right there with you. I loved the call yesterday. Played him. Played him in Ellsbury. My Yankees. Yep, it was the Shane Shane Green Robbie Ray trade. And I think the Diamondbacks won that trade. <laughs> Good effort, Detroit. <laughs> All right, moving on. Los Angeles at Tampa. Daniel Wright against Matt and Dreezy. Looking at Daniel Wright's numbers, um, nothing special here whatsoever. Terrible. He's been awful at AAA. If you look at his AAA numbers this year, they're dreadful. Well, and he has, what, 52 innings in the bigs, 53 innings in the bigs, and he has the second highest Woba to righties on the slate and the highest Woba to lefties on the slate. Why is why is Tampa minus one thirty? Like, what am I missing here? Because I want to play NGC, but that total and like scare in line scares the living hell out of me. And, like, this uh, is just no strikeouts from the Angels. <laughs> just kidding. Like, just, never mind. Ignore I ever said that. Like, that's what we call a trap. Don't do that. Man, Corey Dickerson is forty eight hundred. No one's gonna play him, and the spot's just like I love the Rays here. Like the spot for the Rays is just so good. Just play them. No, I agree. Um, God, there's so many bats on this early slate already that we've talked that's about. That's why I just like. That's why I just like. Do I really want to play Washington Chalk? I don't that's think you have like, to, right? No, yeah. it's just yeah. like I, I just. I go, if Washington goes scores twelve, they score twelve. Like, whatever. Um, Angels here against Injury I don't think I'm playing any Angels here. Abuela and Trout. Andreessi's a little reverse splitsy. <laughs> yeah, Trout is good at baseball. Um, and every day. a slate with uh, Harper in a chalky spot, uh, you might get him low, 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 or own than you should. Um, how is shortstop? I've been playing Simmons. I don't, I'm not a huge fan of Simmons, but like, he's not a guy that he does get you those double digit games, like. What a rating endorsement. He sometimes gets you double digits. No, I'm just saying, like, you know, he doesn't hardly ever give you zeros, and he bats fifth for the Angels now, and he's on the road. You know, he's getting that fourth, fifth at bat. Like, he's not the worst shortstop play on the slate. Yeah. Set the reverse splits. Like, sure, I just am probably playing DD. <laughs> his ball play hits now in, what, four out of his last five games, Simmons does? His name is in, like, I, I understand what his – I understand. I just, I just can't do it. Like, it, so like, I would just rather play Tim Beckham against Daniel Wright if I was going to do do the crazy thing. Like, at least give me some home run upside. And you can play Jordy Mercer. 
Inside joke. Moving on. San Francisco Giants at Chicago Cubs. The Shark against Eddie Butler. Uh, I know you want to talk about the Shark. Yeah, it's going to be super chalky. I mean, got him Saturday at 5%, and he just went out and threw a gem. It was more, honestly one of the best pitching performances I've ever seen in person. And Carlos Martinez threw just as good. All right, Carlos Martinez should have gone out for the 10th. Only Mike Matheny would be that stupid. He was at like 92 pitches, and the Giants hadn't come close to hitting him all day. And then he didn't bring him out for the 10th. Um, I was excited. I was like, man, I get to see someone pitch 10 innings live, which is like one of the hardest things to do. And then Mike Matheny screws it up. Uh, but Jeff Samarja is, I mean, the, he's going to be chalk. Like, there's just no way around it. Salary's not a thing. We already talked about it. Coming off that big game, the wind's blowing in it regularly. The total's going to be really low. I just don't see a world in which is not chalk on DraftKings. Maybe on FanDuel people get cute and just kind of play. I, I honestly don't even know who. Like, I, it's really just got to be the shark. It just has to be. And he should get run support, right? Like, Eddie Butler, not very good. He's not been good at all. Like, you know, he's pitched. You say that, and Eddie Butler's actually in play. I don't disagree that he's in play. You know, it's a small slate. The wind's blowing in. I say that, yeah. Um, he has a two ERA this year, like, and his Sierra is almost six. So there's regression coming. I guess it's only nine innings this year. I was looking at last year's when I was looking at it earlier. Maybe Tanaka is chalk on the slate. God, that'd be so nice, though. Like... Eddie Butler just there, there's never been anything with Eddie Butler that's been good, but he has pitched in course field a lot, so maybe that you know. I mean, he's not good. Let's be clear, but on this slate, we've like, we've said no, like absolute no's to Miranda, Gonzalez, Nova, Cologne, uh, Almonte, Wright, Andresi. So that that leaves us like four guys left. He's the only guy that I think I would play. Oh, I guess Velasquez is in my lineup, so that makes more sense, but. Under Velasquez, he's the guy for me. Yeah, it's not a ringing endorsement, by the way. It's not, not at all. Um, if you want a guy that is, and you just you just don't need him on the slate. Like I have a lineup in front of me with Shark and Velasquez, and it, it looks great. So like you just don't need him here. Yeah, it's just it's one of those situations where you don't need the savings. Um, you know, unless you're playing the Washington stack. Like if you're playing the Washington stack, you need the money. And then you got to be different too. Like Eddie Butler, probably not going to be chalk if you're playing the Washington stack. That's how you maybe be different with your Washington stack. I don't know. Sounds it sounds so stupid just when we're even saying it, but you know, there's a thing called a salary cap. <laughs> <laughs> Damn that salary cap! Play draft, playdraft.com backslash grinders, hundred percent up to six hundred bucks. No salary cap. Don't have to worry about it. <laughs> That's a nice plug right there, my friend. It well was. done. All right, let's talk late slate here. Um, oh, man. I didn't like this slate. Not playing any Cubs, by the way. Not playing any Cubs. Oh, I guess we need to talk about bats. Um, anything is pretty clear that we're not playing any Cubs. Uh, I'm not playing any Giants either with the wind blowing in and, and Butler being a ground ball guy to begin with. Um, yeah, Crawford's not cheap enough. He's usually that 31. Yeah, like Didi's cheaper. Yeah. It's the same price as DD. Like, give me DD. Joe Panic is priced up. Brandon Belt's a first baseman. Oh, I guess you play him in the outfield now, but he's still expensive. Like, Tim Beckham's twenty eight hundred. Like, give me Tim Beckham before I start playing any of those kind of guys. Brandon Belt at thirty nine hundred with the wind blowing in, or Matt Adams at thirty seven hundred against a guy that can't get lefties out. Enough said. Or Ooh. Jeffrey Marte at thirty three hundred against Matt and GC, who has reverse splits tendencies at like half a percent owned. Yeah. Yeah. So. Not saying the Giants will score some runs here. It's just 
there's better spots for the same type of money. Um, I don't even want to go on a sunny gray rant because I got so many tweets about it today. So I'm just going to move on. Texas at Boston, Nick Martinez against Drew Pomerantz. Um, God, is, is Pomerantz in play here? Yes. Never play Pomerantz in cash. I think that's pretty clear. But like, look, he's at- like the fourth guy. Like, there's three guys that are clearly in play, and then he's the fourth guy. You know, I agree, and I think we're going to have the same three guys. There's two from one game and then one that we love that we talked about on this podcast more than anybody in this industry. Um, So, yeah, I guess he is really that fourth guy. But, like, I don't hate this spot for him. Texas has struggled a lot against left-handed pitching this season. They looked good last night, though. (laughs) They did. They did. I, I don't disagree with that. I, I don't hate the spot though for Pomerantz. Like I think this is the type of spot you play him. He'll be low owned. Uh, this is I think this is the kind of situation where you play him. Now, if he becomes like, I am mean, he won't become chalk. Michael, maybe Walker's chalk again. I'm still confused. Like Walker chalk day was a real thing in 2017. I just <laughs> the Giants are pretty bad. Like they are pretty bad. But we like, we kind of like we breezed through that game. We didn't want to play it because of the rain, and we wanted to fade it completely. And like I, just, that's that one really stunned me. Really stunned me. <laughs> it's just it just goes to it just goes to show really how bad and like people have picked up on how bad the Giants have been this year. Yeah, I, I don't hate this spot. Uh, Promise we talked about it, but I I kind of think this is a spot I'd be more willing to attack the bats like. You know, Chirinos' price, is he is he still priced up or is he priced down? Like 3400 for Chirinos, I don't hate in Fenway. I don't hate the idea. Uh, I mean, Mike Napoli had one of the worst defensive games I've ever seen. He's priced up, though. I guess you can't play him. Uh, I guess it's kind of just Chirinos and then the Red Sox stack. Like, against Nick Martinez, just fire it up. Like, I think people are going to be scared off of what happened with Martin Perez. And shame on me, Stevie. Last year I went into a half an hour Grinders live rant about how you don't stack against Martin Perez in Fenway. And the Rangers put up four errors and the Red Sox scored ten runs. And then this year he goes out and throws the quality start when I Ross, when I stack it up. But uh, <laughs> like don't let Martin Perez tilt you. Like the first time I stacked against him all year and I got exactly what I deserved. Uh, so like this is just a, you don't I uh, don't worry about that. Red Sox offense is fine. They actually looked good against the bullpen. You know, they got some good swings. One uh, will be back in that lineup today. So I, I kind of like this spot uh, for the Red Sox stack. I know it's going to be pretty popular, though. If it gains a lot of traction, can we? F- I think we could fade it. I really do. We look at Nick Martinez, and he has a 24.7% soft contact rate and a 25.3% soft or hard contact rate against righties. Like, that's a really good ratio. Like, he struggles. What offense, is he, what offense are you playing? No, I know that it's just like you, know, you could play Arizona against Zach Davies to get off the chalk, maybe. That's going to be kind of co chalk, isn't it? Or if you play the Red Sox, just play the lefties. Like, he really sucks against lefties, but he's like limiting the damage against righties. I just like differentiating my team with pitcher uh, name excluded here for not for spoiler purposes. I would rather do that at low ownership and then differentiate that way. I just – the way to get cute on offense in this slate is either Dodgers or Houston, and it's still pretty like oh, – just I guess the answer uh, – Milwaukee too. I don't know. I just – maybe like the – 
I just I feel, like the Red Sox, I feel like the Red Sox are on the verge of a breakout. Like that, like that rally, like yeah. that rally is one of those rallies that kind of gets you going. And I don't want to just sit it out. I think. Well, let's look into it a little bit more. He's he's thrown thirty five innings. The soft to hard contact rate is legit. He's faced all right. It's he's Nick Martinez, and it's thirty five innings. Like I know what Nick Martinez is. He's faced Detroit, Oakland, San Diego, Houston, L.A., Kansas City. So realistically. One really sound offense against right-handed pitching. So maybe that has a lot to do with it. Yeah, I just, I just, I, you know, let's talk no, about. No, no, I'm with right? you. I'm with you. Like I agree. I the more I think about it, Arizona might be the chalk actually, and the Red Sox are the second option. And I would love it in that scenario, right? I'd much be rather think Red Sox is the second highest on option than the highest on option. Yeah. Like he's I still think- giving up home runs. Like, just I'm just uh, I'm digging Fenway. into it. Like, is it. Hot in Fenway, is it like in the 70s? Can you at least get that? Probably not. Nick Martinez is also a guy that has a massive contact rate and a very low swinging strike rate. So, yeah, I guess it's not as crazy as I originally had thought. Like, you know, it's, you see yeah, there's rain and it's going to be cold. So, yeah, this, <laughs> this offense this offense is going to be low owned now that I think about it. Oh, man. This is one of those things we're just going to have to kind of wait and see what it looks like here. Like, their highest implied team total um, by a half a run higher than everybody else. Like, they're, I think they're going to be super chalk. Yeah. Even, like, there's a lot of weather in this late, in this late, in this late slate. So, you're going to have to, like, be smart about registering early because if, like, if this game doesn't go and the Padres Mets game doesn't go, suddenly the slate looks a whole lot just more boring. Um, if the Mets game doesn't go, I don't play the late slate. Let's move on. San Diego at New York. Take, <laughs> um, Lamette, Lamette against DeGrom. Um, you know, so Jacob DeGrom. Second best pitcher in this game. Just kidding. No, come on, man. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I know you are. I know you are. Um, DeGrom looks good this year. You now we, we, we've talked about it a bunch. Um, the stats are really getting closer to 2015. He looks healthy. Like the swinging strike rate is 15.2% this year. He's a 68% hard con or a 68% contact rate, you know, a 32% strikeout rate. Like these numbers are a lot closer to 2015. That 2016 season is behind him. He's healthy. Uh, fire up DeGrom here. Like, you know, I don't even care about ownership. I just went on a rant about a playing a 12K plus pitcher at 65% ownership. So I'll let you officially endorse it. I will because it's a five game slate, not a 15 game slate or whatever last night was. Seven. It was seven. Last night was not seven, was it? It really was. Can you believe that? It felt a lot bigger, but it was seven. No, there was 10 games on a late slate last night. Two, three, four, five, six. No. I'm looking um, at it right here. It's 10. Oh, there was 10. I, just, I guess I just crossed out so many games. Big difference. Half of the games, yeah. DeGrom at 60% on a five games, like whatever. <sighs> because nobody's going to play the there's, other there's side. There's options, though. There's options. Like, it's not – like, I, I don't think fading DeGrom is the craziest – like, this is the argument I should have made last night. Like, fading DeGrom in this spot, there's a lot of options on this slate. For as short as it is, there's a bunch of options. Like, you don't have to play 60% DeGrom. Now, do I think it's a good idea to fade 60% DeGrom in this spot? Probably not. But I think there's at least a, there's a case to be made here. You know, I, I just – he also had a blister. We don't know what the status of the blister is. So you're going to have to kind of look, check Twitter for that and see if we get something from the beat writers before the game about the blister. So, like, you know, there's reasons to fade DeGrom. 
Uh, you know, like Robbie Ray is talented. I hate Waka, but he's talented. Pomerantz, Verlander, uh, Dylanson Lament might be my favorite option on the slate. So, like, there's options on the five-game slate for pitchers. It really is. So you can find a reason to fade your ground. And you don't believe any of it. No, like, I, you make good points. Like, you make good points. This is the argument I should have made last night, and I'm not going to make the same mistake twice. I should have made this. Like, whether I decide to play the ground or not, this argument should have been made on the podcast last night. And that – it's bugging me. It's, I'm gonna have to like play video games for a few hours and just like, just it's it's bugged me ever since roster lock. I just can't shake it. So I'm reading here, but I, I was I'm just checking the beat writers for Degrom, and they said he threw a bullpen session and had no issues, no setbacks. So that's good to hear. Good to hear, but you never know. So let, hopefully we can get some more definitive. Because uh, you right. know we make fun of Rich Hill, the blister man. You know, we can't just because hey, we like Degrom more doesn't mean we can. Uh, Rich Hill sucks, and he, he does just, suck. But I understand that. But I'm just saying, if we make fun of Rich Hill, we have to at least acknowledge Degrom has a blister. I haven't even looked. Did Rich Hill pitch well? No, he got his, he got. Shot. Hey, look, Rich Hill pitched four innings. Moving on, um, Denelson Lamont Lamet. Um, you know, you and I talked about this guy before the show. It's always interesting to see guys get called up from AAA, and like you and I were like, why was this guy in AAA and Jared Weaver was in the bigs? Um, you know, you look at this guy's strikeout numbers; it's AAA. You know, we don't ever know how stats are going to go from AAA to MLB. Like we talk about it all the time. Perfect example: Jose Barreros, um, terrible last year, great in the minors, terrible last year, solid this year. You never know what's going to happen. Trouble, um, by the way. What's that? Oh my! The curveball that he struck on Trumbo on. Did you see my retweet? Oh my oh, god! No, I didn't. I watched the game live, and as soon as I, oh. I had some Baltimore stacks. As soon as I saw that pitch, I just turned it off and took a nap. Oh man, that was dirty. Buckle those knees. Um, so like, I think he's firmly in play here. The Mets have been hitting the ball, you know, decently, and like, I just don't see many playing this guy. And we look at the strikeout numbers from the minors, and like, he has upside. Hit the fifteen percent, but I'm not sure that's high enough. And like he was really cheap, right? We were talking about it. He was cheap, fifty three hundred. Yeah. Like, I think he's gonna. The good news is that like you don't have. It's not like there's like all like there's not all these bats you have to pay for on the slate. So like I think that like you know, and if you aren't playing Degrom, like you can kind of play two of these mid tiers and not have to go down there. So I don't think he's just gonna get super high, but I do think he's worthy of like fifteen twenty percent ownership on the slate. Uh. And people, the talent. people hate playing pitchers against each other, too. Like, on the same lineup, like, I don't mind playing DeGrom and Lamette. You lose out on the four potential points for a win on one of your pitchers. Yeah, four points is whatever, but, like, um, you know, you're kind of hedging yourself, I'm just too. encouraged about his strikeouts against lefties. 19 and 16 innings this year in in AAA. Last year in AA, uh, he struck out uh, – that's his AAA numbers. Let me pull up his AA numbers. He only had, like, four innings in AAA last year. Yeah, 74 he, innings in double A last year. He had a 29% strikeout rate with a 14% swinging strike rate. With, with a zero zero point two four home run per nine. Yeah, he shook out 26 lefties in 27 innings in double A too. Where'd you get the swinging strike rate in the minors? You have to show me where you got that. Um, yeah, no problem. Um as far as bats go in this game, I just don't see myself playing anybody from this game. I, I think I would be doing uh, – I think it would be malpractice to not mention Michael Conforto right now. 
I'm not even going to say anything about me mentioning Michael Conforto on Tuesday. Yeah, you were right. I was wrong. Detroit at Houston. Justin Verlander against Michael Fires. Um, this is I just I could see Verlander skewing the Degrom ownership, and I hope I'm right because he's Justin Verlander. Um, but this is really a bad spot for him. This is just not batted profile wise. Like I was like I, I had to look because you know you always look up, you always pull up the BVP. Yeah, you and I anyway. Like some people believe in it, some people don't. And like you got to look it up, and you're like, oh man, his batted profile is not good against you know the three or four main guys you want to get through the Houston lineup. I hope that everyone was really upset about how Daniel Norris threw a nice start today against uh, Houston, and they don't go back and play Houston today. Is that what happened? I I I, I, Norris, I played Daniel Norris. I finally I got on, I got myself on board late. I was like, you know what? Everyone, Screw Stevie yeah. and his low strikeout numbers for Houston. Yeah, pretty much. And uh, he, he, I think he struck out like five and six or something. It was nothing great, but it certainly knocked down the Houston stacks, which is all that mattered to me. So, uh, but I, yeah, I, I don't want Verlander here. I don't want Mike Fires. Um, this is, I think, this is my the first spot on the slate where I'm like, hey, offense, all right. I'm kind of with you. Like, let's talk Houston for a second, or not Houston. Let's talk Detroit. Oh, Houston's gonna be chalk. Oh, DraftKings. Are they super priced down? Yes. Right, we'll talk about that in a second. All right, let's talk Detroit here. Michael Fire is a reverse splits pitcher, 376 Woba with a 36.7% hard contact to righties. He has a 2.29 home run per nine in 111 innings against righties since the start of last year. Guess what he's facing here, CJ? A whole dog, damn lot of righties. We could actually probably get a Detroit stack here pretty low owned. Yeah, they're they're uh, they're pretty priced down too. Other than JD Martinez, you know Ian Kinsler's thirty five hundred. Um, that's not bad at all. Uh, Miguel Cabrera's forty five hundred. That's a little pricey, but Avila's thirty four. Um, you know James McCann is three K if he happens to draw a start. I wouldn't hate that idea. Upton's thirty six. So you know you're getting a discount here on, on these uh, Detroit bats. Uh, you know same with Houston on the other side. But I, I like all the bats in this game. I really do. Yeah, like, you think Houston's going to be chalk against Verlander? George Springer is 3,700. I still don't. I don't see people playing against Verlander, like, even on a small slate. I hope you're right. I hope I'm right, too. Like, Springer has good uh, ball profile. That, this really depends on what the Red Sox weather does, right? Like, this is where the Red Sox ownership goes to if the weather is bad. I, oh, I don't disagree. Um, you know, Arizona's already going to have their ownership. You know, you see a little go over there, but I think a, a little lot bit more to Milwaukee. Yeah, I think a lot comes to this game. Like, realistically, for this slate to be playable, and I hate saying that because, you know, we're, you know, content providers, but like, for this slate to be playable, we need the Red Sox and Mets game to play. I think it's playable without the Red Sox game. It's really not playable without the San Diego game. All right. Um, Houston bats, you like the stack, or is there what guys that you're looking at here? Stack it up. Yeah, I like Altuve a lot in the spot. I hate paying up for him, but I really like the spot for him. Um, he's faced Verlander 13 times. He's never struck out against him. Batting 545 against him. Um, you know, some extra base hits there. I think Altuve's in a good spot, and he could steal off of him as well if he gets on base. So I do like Altuve a lot in the spot. Yeah. 
Um, for sure. Um, I just I, I don't think I'm playing Carlos Correa, even if he cracks the lineup. Like he is, I think he's hurt. He was, no, he was sick today, but he has just been like the definition of cold. Yeah, give him a give him that ten day DL stint. <laughs> yeah, I mean, probably not for being sick, but it'd be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, let him let him give some time off. Um, all right, let's talk next game here: Arizona at Milwaukee. Robbie Ray and Zach Davies. Um, I just see Arizona. We've talked about it already being popular here. I'm guessing you don't have any interest in Davies. No. Hey, I gotta ask. Um, Robbie Ray, though, we look at his stats and. Um, Pretty much like we always like right here. Like we got a really good boomer bus spot against Milwaukee. Yep. Just don't forget about the bus hedge stack. Yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> if you're playing Ray, don't um, forget to build your Milwaukee hedge stack. You will be very upset if it yeah, goes for sure. All right. So looking at the Arizona, we look at Zach Davies. Um, very low strikeout rate, very low swinging strike rate, high contact rate, high hard contact rate. Um, <laughs> That's a lot of fancy ways of saying he sucks. Hey, listen, I got so much shit for saying Sonny Gray sucks. I'm trying to be politically correct for our listeners. It, it's, I mean, Sonny Gray just happened to get, like, the best lineup in the world. How are we supposed to know that, like, the night before? That, like, he would get – like, they draw Ichiro Suzuki as the DH. Like, Okay. And get like one of the biggest strike zones this umpire has ever had before. Like, okay, like don't get me wrong. Like, I rostered some Sunny Gray in the early slate, but it wasn't like with pride and joy. I was like, yes, I'm rostering Sunny Gray. This is a great spot. <laughs> Yelich was at like, oh, the lineup. Stan batted hit second. Like, come, whatever. Yeah, anyway, yeah, it's like you know, and you're still going to the bar, just like you know, holding your beer, just like, oh, I rostered Sunny Gray. Tyler Moore, Riddle, and Suzuki were the seven, eight, nine for the Marlins today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't uh, even get. No, I don't. I actually. I, I don't even want to. Whatever. It was. I just. You know, Arizona's be super popular. I think Owings is the guy I'm feeding. Um, just because of the power, you know, like we saw him have that nice little home run streak, and that's nice. But he has had two extra base hits and or three extra base hits in his last ten. Like, it's not it's there. We dug into it. You and I, we spent five minutes on this podcast digging into Chris Owings live with you guys, and it's just not there. There's no power upside. There's just it's not there. Like he had a couple home runs. Who gives it? Yeah, it just it's not there. Yeah, no, for sure. Like he's the guy you skip and you play. He's uh, a one thirty-five ISO. He's one thirty-five ISO. You play Xander Bogart who missed a home run by like a foot. Like right in front, like right deep right center, hopped into the bullpen. Like poor guy, like can't freaking hit one to save his life. Even when he hits it four hundred feet, like oh man. But yeah, like you you fade you fade Owings and you play. You know, um, God, this just an odd. yeah. See, everyone's gonna play Owings too. The shortstop, so it's horrible. Like you have Seager, Bogarts, and Owings, and it's like it's like it's a graveyard down here. Wow. So, <laughs> He's gonna be popular, is what you're thinking here. Yeah, like, him, and Cor- him and Corey Seager. Yeah, I mean, is there another like, like maybe Greg Garcia plays and we can like, but he has no power. But I would. Can we play? Can we play Andrus from Texas? Bat. He'll be batting second on the road. Five at bats. See that more power upside in Fenway. I mean, I guess the righty the in Fenway. The problem is the ceiling is just like. Non-existent, but I guess none of these guys are the ceiling. Is you know, I actually would probably play Nick Ahmed if he cracked the lineup somehow. I don't know how that world would happen. 
Is Hernan Perez actually do it? Not eligible in DraftKings. Who? Hernan Perez, or is he no? No, he's third base outfield now. That was not good when he was shortstop eligible. Oh my god! Hitting six, nobody played him. Um. <laughs> um, there's, there's literally just no shortstops. Like, so yeah, those guys are just going to drive massive ownership. Actually, there's one guy. I have a guy, but it's a boomer, boomer bus play. But we'll get there. Peralta, Goldschmidt, Lamb. Um, if Herman Drury. the lineup, Drury, Drury. Um, yeah, all firmly play. I really hope Herman cracks the lineup. I'd really like to play him a catcher in the spot. Her, her, yeah, Herman twice in three days. All right, buddy. I know I'm getting a little. Was there some alcohol there at uh, that uh, reception you were at that night, buddy? No, there was a bunch of kids. So there was sweet tea, my friend. I mean, expecting Herman to play twice in three days. You're, you're drinking something. Yeah, well, drinking that uh, Arizona Kool Aid. <laughs> yeah, I, you, you're like the rest of the Twitter faithful, just dreaming that he plays in good spots. Come on now, we got like we already played in one good spot this week. We're not getting another one for like another month. Regardless of the fact that he homered in it or anything. Not like he performed well or anything in his good matchup. Oh, um, Milwaukee, hedge stack, or fade for me. It's kind of – I'm not I, – I, Robbie Ray, I, I respect Robbie Ray. Um, sure. Like, if, if you're going to play Ryan Braun as a one-off? No, I actually was thinking Jesus Aguiar. Is that bad? If he draws a start, that means Shaw's out of the lineup, right? Yeah, I mean, this guy has just been obliterating baseballs now for a while. You know, we could see them roll out, what, seven righties, and then Ray becomes a lot less interesting. And you're they really said, looking at that Mets game. If they said Thames and Shaw, that's when I would actually start wondering if I really should be playing Robbie Ray. Because they could go, what, they could go Thames – they could go Braun, Perez. You wouldn't, even play, you, wouldn't play, you wouldn't even play Thames. You'd go like VR, uh, Perez, uh, Braun, Aguiar. Santana, uh, Sandy, Sandy Broxton. Uh, I guess you're still one righty short to make that work. But sure. Well, they played Thames. And some, he could play outfield, can he? Shawmart? <sighs> I don't know. It, they can, I guess they can stick it in left. Yeah. Like, if they play Thames and Aguiar and there's no Shaw, I'm out. I'm out. Like, I'm, I'm ready, actually yeah. out at that point. Like, yeah, I, I'm definitely out at that point. Yeah, I agree. It, it's, Robbie Ray really depends on the Milwaukee lineup for me. Like, I didn't think about it more, but, like, getting Braun back, like, it's a big difference in this lineup. The Robbie Ray control walk problem is back, too. Which is never like, – well, that was always his problem, and now it's, like, really, like, rearing its ugly head again. Well, let's, let's be let's be realistic, too. Like, we love Robbie Ray, but his hard contact rate against righties is insane. Roof. Yeah. Yeah, if they, if they draw sick yeah, – man, maybe I just play the Milwaukee stack and just, like, really – I was just thinking, can the Milwaukee stack be a little under-owned here? I was, like – Kind of optimistic, or didn't really like it, and now, now I'm like, you know, it's, it might not be the worst stack on the slate. I was like, this really is lineup dependent. Like, if they start throwing lefties out there, then you know, because you know, you're getting one with Arcia pretty much locked up. Oh, he's a righty. I don't always think Arcia is a lefty. Arcia is a righty. I don't always think Arcia is a lefty. I have no idea why. No. And they can roll out seven. So I said seven righties plus a pitcher, and we don't have a pitcher, whatever. God. 
Yeah. God, I was I went from loving Robbie Ray to like now like being terrified. What's the line on this? Is there like a sneaky line Nine. on this? Nine. Yeah, what's the line? It's a pick'em. Is it really a pick'em? It's a pick'em. Oh my god, that is such a trap. Wow. Yeah. Um I hope everybody listened through this. <laughs> can we delete can we delete the part where I said I liked Robbie Ray real quick? No, I hope I this is what people want to hear. This is a first look wow, podcast. That is, this is what we do. This is uh yeah, wow, Robbie Ray is like the God, Milwaukee stack for all the money. I just that God, we need that Mets game to play. Yeah, man, please, 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 please play. I guess we could bump up Pomerantz to the third best over Ray. I actually think I'm gonna bump someone else up and it's gonna make you sick. St. Louis at LA, Michael Waka, Kentamaida. If you say Waka, I'm gonna throw my mic at you. No. Okay. Maeda. Like I, I could get behind Maeda. I just I can't ever get behind a righty against the Dodgers. No. Like he was throwing well. The problem is just like so like he threw eight and a third against the Pirates, threw a gem, and then went on the DL for this hamstring. And he threw a rehab start where he threw sixty pitches. Like I don't know. Like It's not a small number on a rehab start though. Yeah, like, and my, I mean, we're not really counting on many, much more than 90 for Maeda anyways. I was going like, to say, it's kind of the ceiling you're looking at. It kind of feels like they just kind of were just like, hey, we don't want to burn you out. Let's give you, like, a so-. – like, this whole 10-day DL thing, teams are, like, pretty much treating it like a taxi squad with starters. Where like, like, hey, we're not going to ro- – you know, we're not going to make you throw 32 starts anymore. We're going to try to give you 28 and just, like, give you this off start. He's averaging over a strikeout. Like, like, Alex Meyer goes on the DL today for the Angels. And I was like, wait a minute. Like, why is he on the DL? He was perfectly fine like three days ago. Like, it feels like that they're using it as a proxy squad a little bit here. Yeah, but at least we're it's, – God, it's so much better than basketball where it's not happening right before lock. <laughs> I just – I just – the Miami spot isn't bad, right? Like, we know the Cardinals offense isn't as good as we as people think it is. Uh, it's a good pitcher's park. Um, you know, Maeda is a solid favorite here against Waka. Um, the biggest wow. thing for Maeda too, like, you know, you don't even realize it. Like, his swinging strike rate this season is fifteen point two percent. Like, it's only thirty nine and a one third innings, but fifteen point two percent still. Did he add a new pitch too? I'm pretty sure he added a new pitch. I can tell you really quick. I have his page. I up. think it's a cutter against lefties, if I remember correctly. Slider, fastball, curve, change. He did add a cutter. Yeah, that's it really improved his stats against lefties. Um, and this, this rehab start was in high A. God, that's so fishy. That feels like a side session. I feel so fishy. Like, why'd you send him a high A ball? <laughs> God, his slider is dirty. Sorry. No, <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't. Um, I wasn't ignoring you. I just, you know, how you you have the FanGraphs page up and you start, and then you just look at something, back. yeah, and then you, and you like, ask a question, you're like, what? What happened? And people are like, pay attention to the podcast, CJ. Like, that's what happens. Yeah, you just like you start looking at, it and you're like, man, that guy's slider is freaking dirty. <laughs> God, I can't believe I made, I made fun of my head at the start of this podcast, and now I'm like really liking him. Yeah, well, shit happens. Um, yeah. If you don't yeah, listen to the whole podcast, it's your own fault. Love you, yeah. listeners. But that's if San Diego Mets doesn't go down, you can just play Maeda. And uh... we love taking pitchers against the Cardinals this year too. Like that's not anything sneaky. No, it's not. But what's been sneaky is like the ownership levels. Let's Shark was five percent against the Cardinals. 
like, okay, um, thanks. <laughs> Outside of like Matt Carpenter, Jed Jerko is really reverse. Diaz was the sneaky shortstop I was thinking about. Um, still don't hate that. He's gonna. He's uh, thirty three hundred. Really, yeah. Diaz really, really low strikeout rate. Really low woba. He's been bad this year, but like this is the type of spot where you'll get him low owned, and he's probably like the third or fourth most talented shortstop on the board. <sighs> Man, I actually kind of like Maeda. I'm glad you didn't say Waka. We would have fought. We haven't fought all podcasts. Have I, have I ever recommended Waka like in the history of this podcast? I don't, I don't think so. By the way, for, for all of Waka's, for all of Waka's um, like supporters out there, you know how many times he's thrown over ninety pitches this season? Two times. Do you know, how many, do you know, how, you know many how many times he's gone over six innings? Once. Do you know how many times he's put up over twenty DK points on this season? What? Opening day <laughs> against the Reds at home. Yep. So, I'm with you. I just like the guy. Like he. Like, this is the guy who becomes chalky because people are like, I want to lock in 16 DK points. Like, God forbid the guy might never get blown up ever. It's like, he's safe. He's so safe on this slate. <laughs> you know, we got these guys like Robbie Ray and Jude Pomerantz that are just all over the place. And we can lock in Michael Walker for 16 points, guys. Don't worry. The Dodgers lefties, we have nothing to worry about. For what it's worth, CJ's being sarcastic. I hope everybody picked up on that. But if you didn't, um, he's being super sarcastic. And even even with Gonzalez, and Gonzalez has been just awful. Like you know how much better the Dodgers would be without Gonzalez in the lineup. Like they were better. I know. We saw it. Like it won me thirty five thousand dollars. It's we saw it. Like the Dodgers are still fourth in Woba against righties this season. Like they are good against right-handed pitching. Like this stack is sneaky too. Dodgers stack at five percent. God, yeah, maybe you're right about the Red Sox. Maybe we just play, it. play Brewers, Houston, and Dodgers. I really them. don't see Houston being chalk against Verlander. I, I, I you're probably right. But man, I just go to war with go to war with all those like, just the Red Sox game. And, oh, I don't want to though. This is that that rally is one of those rallies, Stevie, where like they just get hot. It was one of those like you got the good at bats, you bat around, and you get so, some win. And oh, so I know that's probably a stat based thing, but uh, so this is definitely not this is definitely not a scripting slate, like. By far not a scripting slate. This is a single entry, three entry max type slate. Like if any if you're scripting this slate, you just that's what you do every day. Like this is just not a good slate to script, in my opinion. Um if if now time out. If if, if you I told you the Mets and Met the San Diego Mets game was gonna play no problem, you would have a completely different opinion. Wouldn't you rather so you wouldn't just want to script the Grom Lament and Maeda in there and and, and then go attack the stacks. See, I would. I, if I no, knew yeah, that I, I guess like mine, I would do it. If the Padres game was going to have no issues, like, like none, the weather completely moved out. Yeah, like it, it makes a lot more sense that way. But like question marks with that game, question marks in Boston. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Like the, in reality, you can't script this slate. But like, I mean, I, I mean what I mean. Well, the well, we're also, page has the sun on it, so what do I know? 
we're also looking at um, we're also looking at the weather the night before. Like you know, it could definitely change. Um, I just got the idea of getting lots of lament. Just feels so like if I play lament to Grom, do I have to stack even? Can I just play like all the best plays? Oh, look at this! CJ gets first pick today on Playdraft. Oh, it's it's a freaking miracle. Yeah. Of course, so there's gonna... like no, of course there's no like Clayton Kershaw or anything when I get the first pick. But, like, Jacob Degrom. Uh, Degrom. Yeah, but the problem is like you get the equally good option number two. Like that's my luck. All right, we'll take Degrom for you though. I'm not gonna let you just take Degrom. All right. Why is it? It starts in 30 seconds. Oh, did I not take the timer you off this? Didn't. That's why we got to pay attention to it. So, whoops, sorry. We'll do a play draft here, and then um, we'll do a home run derby, and then we're going to get out of here. Um, well, I will be taking the ground with the first overall pick, and then actually, actually, I might not be doing that. I lied. Uh oh. Is weather? Or I might just go ahead and take the safety of the shark. Giving you the groan always feels dirty, but you know what? Like, there's a weather factor in there, so I'm going to take the shark. No weather, I, no weather, no weather, I'm taking the groan, but it, even with a 10% chance of a rain out, I have to be taking the shark in this format. Okay, there's no enough. way the game gets postponed before lock, and then you're just drawing dead. Fair enough. You know, you took the other two obvious pitchers. I don't blame you one bit for that. He, he, he went and took uh, Maeda and, um, well, we talked about there's probably 50 good spots for hitters on this slate. Like, We should start doing the play drafts at the start of the show before I talk you on all my plays. Um, I'm going to take my two <laughs> Before you talk about all my plays. Uh, you you want to take my Maeda before this podcast? Yeah. All right, listeners, go back to the first 20 minutes. Like first five would, you minutes have taken Maeda, would you have taken Maeda before the podcast? Yeah, probably not. But that's not the point. I was. I haven't, you I, haven't, I haven't wrote my pitching article yet either. So, like, I haven't dug into the pitchers for the day either. So. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'll take uh, Goldie here. Yes. Yes. I left you, Lamb. I'm fully aware. I left you, Lamb. Lamb Cruises and Nelson Cruz against the lefty. Oh, I left Nelson Cruz against the lefty. That's a problem. Yeah, I didn't care about anything else, <laughs> to be honest. Oops. I left Nelson Cruz against the lefty. Whoops. Um. Whoops. That's okay. I'll take Trout and Goldie. That's fine. Your picks don't suck. Let's be honest. No, it's not like it's not exactly like I'm. Uh, I'm, I'm crying over here for taking bad picks. Oh wow, you left me Jake Lamb. Thank you. I did. I did. Thank you. Only like the hottest hitter on the face of the planet. He even hit one off Quintana today. That's how hot he is. I know. I saw that. It was. It just wasn't a cheapie either. Like legitimately, just took it the other way. Oh, I got 25 seconds to decide which one of these crappy pitches I want. Take your time, because uh, I don't know which crappy hitters I want. Well, I only got 15 seconds. Um, all right, let's go to war with uh, Vince Velasquez. At least he's got strikeout upside. It's probably where I would have taken two. Man, so many good hitters on the slate. Yep. But without the superstar ace, it was a really awesome play draft slate. Like, you know, you don't have like the Kershaw or anything like that. I'm, kind of just, okay. I'm just gonna ride or die with my tigers today. JD? Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm projected to get the W. Get back uh, within two. That'd be ideal. God, yeah, this slate is so odd. God, please just play San Diego Mets game. Please. Right on. I both agree. Both slates are really good. I actually like both these slates. 
How much for that off day I was planning? Yeah, I'm going to be sleeping most of the day tomorrow. A lot of traveling this weekend. All right, let's play some home run derby. Picks from either slate are fine. Um, of course, field. So everything's open here. Um, I don't remember who went first yesterday. Oh, I, I, I picked Dodo. before you, yeah. I, I mean, you picked after me, but you went first last time. It was two man, so you tell so me. So go for it. Nelson Cruz, veto. No chance. Okay. I, just, I, I wanted to get the veto out of the way. I'll take Jake Lamb. All right. I'm going to take Dickerson. Okay. That's fine. You can have it. You don't realize how hard it is to write this down right now. <laughs> I don't know if you saw my tweet earlier. I slept on my wrist, like, behind my head. Oh, like, yeah, I saw that tweet. I can't even move my hand. People were, like, making, a couple of people were making fun of you. It's like, you have never done that because, like, you just feel miserable and all you want to do is the day to end. And then I'm going to go with... Uh, I'm going to go with Aaron Judge. The judge will not sustain that sustain that pick. You can have it. Alright. Um I'm gonna pick something from the day slate. Um don't wanna go super chalky either. You took Dickerson already, right? Yep. Okay. Um let's go with Matt Adams. All right. And then we'll go back to the night slate. For what it's worth, anybody that's running like six mans on play draft, I know we just got done with our draft and we talked about them a bunch, but if you're playing six mans, like you're getting Matt Adams and some of these other guys like in the last round and like nobody's drafting them. So like just a, just a little FYI. I, I know this is somewhat chalky, but it's not chalky and you're just going to have to let me deal with it. Ryan Braun. Damn it. Right after I said Judge's name, I saw Braun. I was pissed I didn't take him. So mad at myself. Love the pick. Good pick. Pissed off you that have, I... You wouldn't, you wouldn't have gotten him, by the way. Yeah, but I at least made you use your veto, you know? Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. I'm going to go Springer. Promise if I veto, I know exactly where you're going with your last pick. Is this your last pick? You have one more, right? Pick. Nope, that's it. Oh, then I'll veto. And if you take the other guy, then I'm just going to cry. This is risky because there's a guy that I like better than Springer. I'm just hoping you don't pick. Uh, I'm going to go Mig Miggy. Oh, okay. Who are you thinking? Ballinger. Oh, no, no, no. Against Waka? No. No, I just that's where I was. I wasn't looking at that game. Uh, yeah, no, I saw that. I saw. I thought if you were right, I thought if you were at Braun, you would see it. And I was just like, gosh, oh, he might just like have him on the list. No, I had Grindall on the list for what it's worth. Yeah, I don't hate Grindall anymore. I can't hate Grindall for a while. I have like two <laughs> months to go. All uh, right. Um, do we did we talk about hitters in that game? No, I think we kind of skipped over, it, didn't we? Cardinals, no. We talked about the Cardinals. We never got to the Dodgers. We got on this sidetracked. Um, but, yeah, play the Dodgers lefties. Grand doll. Oh, that's what it was. You started talking about how bad they were, and then we never mentioned the fact that you should just play the Dodgers lefties. <laughs> Seager, Grand Dahl, Bellinger. 
Oh, yeah, we, we did all the research for it. We just said we forgot to, to give the conclusion of play them. All right. Any final thoughts before we get out of here? I love both these slates. It'll be fun. All right. You're going to be back tomorrow. Um, I think it's the first time ever somebody has done five days in a row with me on the morning grind. So back tomorrow. Good luck in your contest tonight. If you haven't checked out our sponsor, Playdraft, check them out. It's playdraft.com backslash grinders. 100% deposit bonus up to 600 bucks. Uh, we'll see you guys again tomorrow. Whether you're entering one or a hundred lineups into a contest, you need to be using our Rotogrinders Lineup Builder and Optimizer. The Optimize setting creates the best possible lineup given your projections and player pool, both of which are customizable. The Build setting is intended for tournament players and will create up to 150 lineups in seconds, all based on your filters and exposure settings, and then export them for use on FanDuel or DraftKings. Spend less time building lineups and more time enjoying the game. Use Lineup Builder today. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only. And now, an ad from Dad. <clears throat> All right, save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations.